Today is April the 16th. Why did Jesus curse the fig tree? Let's find out together as we study Mark chapter 11. So in Mark chapter 11, uh, the first 11 verses, we see Jesus' triumphal entry that happened on a Sunday. And uh, that is apparently, that, that took, that consumed the whole day. Starting in verse 12, the next morning as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. He noticed a fig tree in full leaf a little way off. So he went over to see if he could find any figs. But there were only leaves because it was too early in the season for fruit. So Jesus said to the tree, May no one ever eat your fruit again. And the disciples heard him say it. Now it's worthwhile to talk about what's happening here. This is taking place at some point during what we recognize as the month of April. Jesus sees a fig tree. Fig trees would begin to leaf in March but they wouldn't bear fruit. Sometimes they would bear what's called the early fruit. Those are the green figs. Uh, It's like little green apples uh, before the apples really ripen. And just like little green apples, uh, early figs are not particularly uh, pleasant to taste, but they are nourishing. They do contain minerals and vitamins. So Jesus went to the fig tree thinking he might find early figs. But it was still too early and there was nothing there. He curses the fig tree. What a strange thing to do. Jesus goes on and does what he went to Jerusalem to do. We pick it back up again in verse 20. The next morning... As they passed by the fig tree that he had cursed, the disciples noticed it had withered from the roots up. Peter remembered what Jesus had said to the tree on the previous day, and he exclaimed, Look, Rabbi, the fig tree you cursed has withered and died. Jesus said to his disciples, Have faith in God. I tell you the truth, you can say to this mountain, May you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must really believe it'll happen. Have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you've received it, it'll be yours. But when you're praying, first forgive anyone that you're holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. What a strange passage. Jesus sees a fig tree. That fig tree, it's too early for fruit. Jesus goes to it and when he finds no fruit, he curses it. Why? The next day, the tree's dead. The disciples say, look how quickly it died. And Jesus goes off on a lesson about faith. You too, can have faith like this and remove mountains and kill fig trees. And he finishes by talking about 
forgiveness. How does that fit together? Well, first of all, we have to understand what the fig tree meant to Israel. All the way back in the Old Testament, it, it's, it's interesting to notice the fig tree is the third tree that's mentioned. It's the only tree that is in the Garden of Eden that made it out of the Garden of Eden. We have the tree of life. We have the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And then we have a fig tree. Adam and Eve tried to make clothes for themselves out of the fig tree. Didn't work that well. God gave them clothing after they had sinned. In 1 Kings chapter 4, we're now in Solomon's reign. And in 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 25, during the lifetime of Solomon, all of Judah and Israel lived in peace and safety. From Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south, each family had its own home and garden. Do you know what it says literally? They had their own vineyard and they had their own fig tree. The fig tree is a symbol of wealth and prosperity in Israel. Later in the prophets, in the prophet Hosea chapter 9, we're going to read verse 10. Hosea 9, 10. The Lord says, O Israel, when I first found you, it was like finding fresh grapes in the desert. When I saw your ancestors, it was like seeing the first ripe figs of the season. But then they deserted me. Fig trees are a symbol for Israel in the Old Testament. Joel Chapter 1, um, we get the flip side of this. Joel says that the locusts have come, and in verse 7, it has destroyed my grapevines, it's ruined my fig trees. Then later in verse 12, the grapevines have dried up, the fig trees have withered. This statement back in Solomon's time that everybody had their grapevine and their fig tree. In Joel's time, he prophesies the destruction of Israel. Uh, in the gospel, in the, the the prophet Habakkuk, he also refers to the fig tree. Habakkuk chapter three, verse seventeen. Even though the olive crop fails and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I'll be joyful in the God of my salvation. The fig tree was a symbol of Israel all through the Old Testament. A fig tree bearing fruit was Israel in prosperity. A fig tree with no blossoms is Israel in trials and tribulation. Even in the New Testament, in the book of John, chapter 1, as Jesus' disciples are beginning to form, 
Jesus sends some out to find others. Andrew goes and finds Peter. Philip goes and finds Nathanael. In verse 45, Philip went to look for Nathanael and he told him, we've found the very person Moses and the prophets wrote about. His name is Jesus, the son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nazareth, exclaimed Nathanael. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Come and see, Philip replied. As they approached, Jesus said, Now here is a genuine son of Israel, a true representative of Israel, a man of complete integrity. How do you know about me, Nathanael said. Jesus replied, I could see you under the fig tree before Philip found you. Nathanael exclaimed, Rabbi, you're the son of God, the king of Israel. Again, a strange exchange. Jesus said, I could see you from a distance under the fig tree. What he was saying is, you're a true Israelite. There is no fake in you. You are authentic. You are trying to follow God. I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael replies, you're the king of Israel. You're the son of God. Wow. Now why does Jesus curse the fig tree in Mark chapter 16, Mark chapter 11? I think it's fairly easy to figure out when you look at the context. Jesus went to the fig tree knowing what he would find and knowing that it would not be pleasant. So he cursed it. Then Jesus went to the temple knowing what he would find. When he got to the temple, we'll see next week, he drove the animals and the money changers out because he didn't like what he saw. Just like the fig tree, he knew what would be there and he cursed it. He drove them out just as he had found no fruit on the fig tree. You know, in the book of Luke, Luke doesn't mention the cursing of the fig tree, but Luke includes a parable. A parable of a man who planted a fig tree. Luke chapter 13, verses 6 to 9. A man planted a fig tree in his garden, came again and again to see if it had any fruit on it. But he was always disappointed. Finally, he said to his gardener, I've waited three years and there just hasn't been a single fig. Cut it down. It's just taking up space. The gardener said, Lord, give it one more chance. Leave it another year. I'll give it special attention, plenty of fertilizer. If we get figs next year, fine. If not, you can cut it down. Fig trees took a while to take root and to bear fruit. What Jesus is talking about is promise without fulfillment. He saw the leaves on the fig tree, but there was no fruit. This gardener planted the fig tree, but there was no fruit. Leaves, but no fruit. He went to the temple. Leaves, 
but no fruit. Next week, we'll talk about the temple. Today, it's enough to know following Jesus isn't just about empty promises. It's not just about the show. It's not just about doing things on Sunday. It's about fulfilling the promise. It's about being obedient to what he asks us to do. Let's be a fig tree with fruit. I encourage you to like and subscribe on whatever platform you used to listen to this devotional. Send your questions to questions at becomehope.com. We'll see you on Sunday when we'll talk about closeness to God through prayer.